The Circle. Produced by Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. This is tribal sovereignty. It's our children's future. It's what our ancestors and our elders fought for. It's what we continue to fight for today so that our people may live. This is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. I am Ray Rowland, Community Engagement Coordinator for the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Brandon is out this week, but we'll be back next week uh, for the big Purchase Referred Care episode that we're going to be doing in a few weeks. Uh, But this week we will be talking about community behavioral health and behavioral health, two very distinct yet important areas of care that we offer throughout the Great Plains Tribal Communities. And for those just tuning in, or if you missed the last couple of episodes, we're bringing you weekly news and updates from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Yoyate Health Center, giving the public an inside look as to how the health board operates and the type of care and services we provide throughout the tribal nations of the Great Plains. So we want to hear from you, the people for which we serve. So reach out to us with any questions or concerns that you might have so that we can address them on the show. You can reach out to us on social media via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can email me at Raylan.Roland at gptchb.org. That's R-A-Y-L-I-N dot Roland, R-O-W-L-A-N-D at gptchb.org. Now you can find our latest episodes and stream them and download them for free on podbean.com. There'll be weekly updates for that for every episode. You can stream and download them for free. Just search the uh, keyword, The Circle. Now on this week's show, we had the opportunity to sit down with Tosha Tuhart, Program Director for Community Behavioral Health, where she'll be providing us with some information on some of the programs that she leads, such as Native Connections, which provides culturally relevant prevention services to youth ages 10 to 18 years old from the Crow Creek Sioux Tribe, and Connecting with Our Youth, otherwise known as the COI program. Uh, COI uses culturally adaptive programs aimed towards prevention and intervention, along with providing support navigators and community trainings to youth and native communities of the Black Hills. But first up, we have some of the leaders from our new behavioral health facility located at 725 North La Crosse Street in Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, so I thank you all for your time and, and sitting with us today. I just want to start by going around the room and in, have you introduce yourself and what your role is here at the Oyate Health Center in Behavioral Health. Hey, I'm Rebecca Leslie. Uh, I came on here in January with Oyate Health Center as the Behavioral Health Clinical Program Director. Um, excited to be part of this big new change and, and growth of behavioral health. Um, I came here from Nebraska where I was serving as the clinical program director at a substance use disorder treatment facility. Um, prior to that have been uh, working mental health in Alaska for a few years and had been uh, spent quite a lot of time here in the Black Hills uh, working in substance use as well. So excited to be back and happy to have this amazing team here to work with. And I'm Altina Three Stars. Um, I'm a mother of five children. Uh, I uh, started with the health board uh, shortly after Assumption in July of 2019, and I took on the role of the community engagement coordinator. And so um, I have a little over two years under my belt working with the health board. I recently made the transition to behavioral health case manager um, after coming in and um, helping out during the COVID pandemic. Um, being a case manager and so that's something that 
I saw that there was a need for in the community, um, especially last year, um, people's mental health. And so this is kind of where I figured um, this is where everybody needs help. And so this is where I'm here to try and help the community. Um, I'm Gene Tyon. I'm the program director for the Circles of Care grant here underneath the uh, Behavior Health program, Oyate Behavior Health. We have a new building here on 725 North La Crosse here in Rapid City. So it's our own building, so it's really good. We can uh, utilize a lot of different resources here. And our program, the Circles of Care program, is uh, planning and uh, gathering information to uh, other programs in the Great Plains, the Oyate Health Center can uh, provide services. So we're collaborating with uh, other programs such as the Tribal Opioid Response Team, the WAY program, which WAY stands for Where Where Are You? And it's uh, basically helping our own in a, in, in a cultural uh, approach. And we're utilizing uh, our cultural way of life to uh, address behavior health and uh, working working with the existing programs in Rapid City that service us so soon we'll be putting uh, in in within the next month we'll be uh, working on a sweat lodge right next to our building here which will be a big help for the community also so thank you in 2018, uh, we had completed the community needs assessment, and one of the most requested and sought-after services that were mentioned within that assessment was behavioral health. Uh, so with that in mind, what do patients of Oyate Health Center need to do now to start utilizing those behavioral health services, and is there any sort of referral process that they have to go through? So I'll take that question. Uh, basically, there isn't really any referral process to utilize behavioral health. We want you to be able to access it anytime you're having any issues. So you can just call our main line, uh, 718-718. 5095 um, and any one of our patient registration um, can get you scheduled in to see any of our providers here. Uh, we just want to make sure that the community is able to access it without, you know, establishing their primary care or having to be referred from urgent care. We just want to make sure that they know that we're here if, when they need help, if they need help, um, and there shouldn't be any hoops that they have to jump through to get here. And currently, are there any individual or group services being offered specifically geared toward that of alcohol and substance use? Um, at this point, we are able to offer some group. Um, we are not able to do evaluations for substance use disorder at this time. That's something that is in our, our future, we hope, um, and so we're working towards that. But at this point, limited, but yes, we're gonna start some groups going here as the need comes forward because that was one of the things that the community needs assessment identified and we need to respond to the community in, in that way by providing services. But it, we do a lot of referrals. Uh, Native Healing is one of the referral sites you know, that we do utilize. Uh, this is Gene again. Uh, right now we're providing a, a family support group on Tuesday evenings called craft uh, community reinforcement and family training that's what the acronym stand for and with that family support group uh, we can uh, 
move on to a men's support group and a women's support group and even uh, other support groups need it so we can uh, utilize some uh, cultural identity development in these groups and really uh, getting down to the basics of what's going on in your life so we can help in, uh, in, in ways that are needed and, and utilize um, a cultural approach, you know, t- for substance abuse, addiction, behavioral health. So. And besides what Oyate Health Center and behavioral health offer, are there any local programs or social service resources that are out there available to tribal members to utilize? So as part of a case manager, we are actually working with quite a few entities in Rapid City. Uh, We're all building our resource list. And so we're kind of sharing um, our list of resources. So we all have the same information. Um, And so uh, with those, we're looking to have a list of resources for individuals when they come in and we could just look it up and and print it off or even do warm handoffs you know take them there introduce them to the facility and the care or the services that they provide that way the individuals don't feel like we're just you know handing them off and getting rid of them but um that way that case management pieces we're walking them through those steps that way they get the services that they're needing and that way um, we're doing all of the the work as far as making sure we have those resources available um, and so with that we're doing a lot of partnerships with um, businesses in town here that provide services um, I know recently we we've you know I've um, helped with the mobile medic and, and they work a lot with care campus so just individuals that need care right then and there um, we're walking them you know and doing that referral process I can add to, to what Eltina shared about integrative care that we're really striving to get our behavioral health staff integrated into primary care and down in urgent care. So if there's a need right there on the spot as somebody's there for a health care appointment that behavioral health can be accessible on site there. So that is in the works, going to happen. It's just a matter of getting fully staffed. Um, And we do have a new psychiatric nurse practitioner who will be coming on board with us in September. Uh, another clinician, a uh, counselor, coming on in about three weeks. Uh, so we're building that staff. Um, we do have a clinician here that offers EMDR for trauma. Um, she also does parent effectiveness training, so can work with parent and the child and helping you know overcome conflict and and work through some challenges there. Um, we hope we're not guaranteeing, but we're hoping to include equine therapy and also um, some yoga type therapy here. Those are a couple we hope, we're not sure, but the rest is is in the works. And Jean, kind of getting back to what you you had brought up about um, utilizing the the sweat lodge and and culture as a a means of cultural intervention and prevention, kind of explain to us what that is and what are some of the other ways that we are utilizing our own culture as a means for healing? Well, with the Circles of Care grant, you know, we're, we're, it, like I said earlier, it's, it's planning and uh, gathering information. So we'd like to uh, do this with the existing programs in Rapid City that service us. There's a high percentage of us in a lot of these programs in Rapid City. So with that, we're uh, working together with their clients, our, our relatives, into helping them uh, understand why they're acting the way they are, basically, 
you know, what had happened in history, in, in generational trauma, that really affects their decision making currently. So we can uh, have some groups on this and uh, even the environment, you know, the place we live, the history of the Black Hills, you know, utilizing, because uh, it's never taught anywhere, you know, so we have to reconnect to who we are. And basically these are the services we're providing, you know, some, uh, like I said earlier, support groups to, uh, and then from there we, we can have individual groups or, I mean, individual sessions, mm -hmm. you know, so and really helping one to, under, like I said, understand why they're acting the way they are, really get to the root and, and help them to have a better lifestyle. Now, as we all know, being able to establish trust within our community is, is a big deal, especially when it comes to our health care. So what would you say to those individuals who are a little apprehensive about coming into behavioral health or utilizing the Oyate Health Center services? Well, understanding, uh, well, while fears uh, holds everybody back, you know, a lot of fear, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. A lot of anxiety so in, in helping these individuals you know just get like I said get to the basics and give them some self-esteem some self-pride that uh, are who we are as tribal people you know there's many different tribes here in Rapid City so helping them to understand that 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 one time we were the greatest people on this earth you know and, and we still are you know there's nothing changed can get that resiliency back and that strength and that self-esteem just like I said earlier just giving them an idea what the Black Hills stand for is uh, helps with self-esteem you know this is our land this is where our creation story comes from so just understanding these things helps a person gain a little pride I just want to add to that just let everybody know that they're not alone you know, they they might be afraid to come out or, or scared to ask for help, but just know that a lot of people are struggling too, especially right now, you know, the pandemic, isolation, people getting sick, that anxiety of the unknown. And so um, I know that's probably heightened a lot of people's, um, you know, underlying issues. And so just know that you're not alone. You know, we're, there's people here to help, you know, just reaching out and talking to somebody, um, it takes a lot. And so just, you know, take courage, you know, reach out, and, and we're here to help. Along with that, I mean, you know, this team here is passionate about the work, and they care about people, and also respect confidentiality, and uh, we're not here to judge. We're here to walk beside and support and whatever um, challenges that are brought to us. We're here to be that shoulder, that anchor, and help, and, and the team is dedicated and professional so confidentiality is priority all right so lots of great information here shared today i'd like to thank you all for your time and sitting down and talking to us uh, tell us once again where the community can go to get more information on behavioral health circles of care and any of the other programs and services being offered at oyate health center definitely so they can reach our main building here the behavioral health at the 605-718 5095 and that rings to all of our phones right now <laughs> currently um, and then our main desk uh, will be the individuals to pick up um, if not they can also always uh, reach out to OHC um, and that's that 
2500 number too as well. But there's always somebody there that can um, lead them this direction should they have any questions. All right. Well, I thank you, Altina, Jean, and Rebecca from Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health for sitting down with us today and sharing all this information with us. And if you, the listeners, have any uh, questions for them or want more information on the different services that we're providing here at Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health, uh, give us a call at 605-355-2500. Or to set up an appointment, you can also call 718 718- 5095 or go to oyatehealthcenter.com for more information and stay tuned a little later we're going to be talking with tosha tuhart uh, one of the program directors here for community behavioral health we're going to be talking to her about all the different programs and services that they're heading up as well so stay tuned amidst the covid19 outbreak everyday life has changed and will continue to change for our tribal communities often with little notice If you or someone you know is dealing with a crisis or if you just need someone to talk to, our free 24-7 confidential crisis support text line is now available. Text UNKPATI to 741-741. That's H-U-N-K-P-A-T-I to 741-741. Don't wait until it's too late. Help and support is available 24-7. Brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. So that the people. All right, welcome back to the circle. If you're just joining us, we are sitting down now with Tosha Tuhar, one of our program directors here from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Tosha, thank you for your time and sitting down with me today. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what your role is here with the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Community Behavioral Health. Yeah, I'm Betu Ashte. My name is Tosha Tuhar. I am Oglala Lakota, and I'm the director of our Community Behavioral Health Department. So I oversee uh, our programs that fall um, under the community behavioral health area. Now, I have to be honest, uh, when I started, I didn't know what the difference was between community behavioral health and community health. So kind of explain to us what those differences are and why this type of work is so important. So community health is public health and community behavioral health is public health within the behavioral health realm. Um, For us, it's... um, education, uh, resource referral, and then the development or creation of new resources based on what our community needs are within the areas of substance use disorders and um, mental health. Now, what are some of the programs and services that are being offered through Community Behavioral Health and the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board? Um, We have a few programs. So we have the Great Plains Tribal Opioid Response Program, the Great Plains Native Connections Program, connecting with our youth, and then within our Oyate Health Center, we have Circles of Care and the WAY Program. Now, Native Connections is a great program that I've heard a lot about. Explain to the listeners what Native Connections is and the type of work that you guys are doing there. Yeah, so I'm the director of our Great Plains Native Connections program, and it started in 2016 with a Tribal Behavioral Health uh, Grant Award from SAMHSA. Um, What we primarily do is education. Uh, We provide workshops, um, trainings, and activities for youth and community on the Crow Creek Reservation. Uh, explain to us what postvention is and what we are doing for continual care for individuals that may have been affected by or witnessed to a suicide or tragic loss of a loved one. 
Postvention is a term that we hear a lot in the suicide prevention field. Um, it was a term that was developed by Survivors of Suicide Loss Task Force, and it really is a response to the aftermath of a suicide event. Um, it's to mitigate um, negative effects of the exposure to suicide, to prevent contagion, which is suicide among other folks who are high risk after exposure to a suicide event, and to facilitate healing, um, whether it's for the individuals um, who are grieving or in distress or the community. Um, what we do in terms of postvention at the health board is really try to put out more education, like with our Great Plains. Um, Native Connections program, we push um, behavioral health resources and our local resources out to the community, um, even more so when there is a suicide event. With our Connecting with our Youth program, we have the Native Community Response Team. So the Native Community Response Team is part of the Connecting with our Youth program, and they are, they are a culturally responsive approach of engaging, guiding, and linking Native American youth and young adults to needed services and supports in the Pennington County area. Um, some of the things that uh, the Native Community Response Team does is support families who are grieving after a death by suicide in Hesapa, and then also providing immediate on-the-scene crisis intervention and linkage to appropriate referrals. We talked to Jean earlier, uh, Jean Tyna earlier, about cultural prevention and intervention. Explain to us what that is and in what ways community behavioral health is using culture as a means for healing and education. Cultural prevention um, is the idea that culture is prevention. So when uh, what we know um, and what is supported by um, evidence and our, our grant funding is that culture increases protective factors, which builds resiliency within, um, within our communities. So, uh, and then also cultural practices are synonymous with um, helping healthy coping skills. So when we practice culture, we're developing resiliency um, within our communities and better able to um, respond when um, things get, when in emotional distress. Now, what regions or areas does community behavioral health currently service and what programs can those communities currently take advantage of? Uh, so our Great Plains Tribal Opioid Response Program services the Crow Creek Reservation and um, the Chesapa area. And then our Great Plains Native Connections Program services the Crow Creek Reservation. Um, and then our Connecting with our Youth Program services the Chesapa area. Um, and so we have two a suicide prevention project dedicated to each um, community and then our tribal opioid response program. Earlier, you mentioned the program Connecting with Our Youth. Explain to us a little bit more about what the COI program is and the type of work that you're doing there. So Connecting with Our Youth, or Trechakichi Okijupi, um, is a values-based initiative to reduce the rate of suicide for American youth in the Chesapa area, the sacred lands of the Black Hills. Uh, Koi, 
as we call it, is informed by Lakota cultural values of caring and compassion, wa'ushila, and that youth are sacred, wa'kaija, to strengthen connections between American Indian youth and their culture. Lakota values are used by Koi to develop culturally adapted and evidence-based prevention and intervention strategies designed to increase social connectedness, reduce death by suicide, and reduce suicide attempt rates, as well as expand knowledge on how to support our youth. Um, Koi has support navigators, um, which uh, support uh, Native youth um, ages 10 to 24. We have our Native community response team. Uh, We do trainings such as Lakota mental health first aid, um, while enlisting our in-cultural um, advisor at Lean Iron Cloud Two Dogs, and then we're also developing a mobile app, which uh, more information to come on that. Explain to us what a, a support navigator is, and the types of work that they're doing with the youth within the communities that they serve. Boy support navigators are mentors, advocates, and resource guides for American Indian youth in need of support for their own healing and personal growth. The services that our Support Navigator program offer are one-on-one mentorship, advocacy, individualized um, care planning, or what we call healing plans, outings, activities, and workshops, transportation to appointments. Uh, We collaborate with uh, behavioral health resources. We um, coordinate for success in academic programs. Or we have a strong partnership with Rapid City Area Schools. We communicate not just with the youth in the program, but the family members as well. And we, uh, the support navigators, are connectors for the youth in the program to other community resources that support their healing goals. Where can the community get more information on the Koi program and Native Connections if they have any questions or want to get involved or take advantage of those programs that are offered through the Community Behavioral Health? They can get in touch with me by calling Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board or emailing me at tosa.twoheart at gptchb.org. Any other information you would like to get out to the public on future programs or information on community behavioral health that is out there? Um, the, the only thing I'd really like folks to know is about our website. We update it with um, our past webinars. Um, We have um, brochures, resource guides, and um, other free stuff that community and folks out there can download or read up on. All right. Well, thank you, Tosha, for all the great work you do and and for sitting down and talking to with us uh, today. And if the public has any questions on any of the programs that were mentioned here, go to gptchb.org or call the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board at 605-721-1922. In 2018, the Yoyate Health Center conducted a community needs assessment to determine the health care wants and needs of the Native American community in Pennington County. Nearly 65% of tribal citizens in Rapid City wish to see an increase in behavioral health services. In the last year, the Health Board and the Yoyate Health Center have utilized the full power of 638 contracting to acquire more resources, caseworkers, providers, and even a new location at 725 North La Crosse Street in Rapid City. 
and all the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center secured grants totaling $7 million in funds geared toward the behavioral health expansion. For more information on behavioral health and the programs that we offer, contact the Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health at 605-718-5095 or go to bhr.gptchb.org. That's bhr.gptchb.org. All right, that is it for our show for this week. Tune in in a couple weeks when we're going to be talking about purchase referred care, diving into some of the billing aspects and explaining that whole process of purchase referred care. Brandon will be back with us as well. And again, Send us information, send us any questions, send us any sort of, of topics that you'd like us to address on the show. You can reach me via email at Raylan.Roland at GPTCHB.org or reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. But we thank you very much for your time. Uh, for Brandon Ekafee, for myself, and for the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board, this has been The Circle here on Keeley, the voice of the Lakota Nation. <laughs>